out here to speak basketball. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, we've never done that. That felt like, <laughs> like uh, I'm a really, really big loser. I'm and- Tarzan Dan. <laughs> Okay, everyone. Matt's really on edge right now. I am so on edge. His house went up for sale. People are coming in. His landlord's not giving him a lot of notice. And he's pretty jacked up. I thought like the the new tinny uh, intro we have would be enough. But no, you had to do like a Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys intro. Thanks. Um, Yeah. Well, you're you're probably recovering pretty well from your uh, hamstring yeah, injury. Yeah, feeling seems. a lot better. That's good. Um, don't want to test it yet with a, a hard sprint, but yeah, it's yeah. A, I'm feeling good. Yeah, just just, just warming up real slow. Um, I uh, thought maybe I broke my finger, but you know, it's just some weird bruising. Okay, I kind of like popped it playing basketball last Tuesday. Yeah, but uh, things are going to be okay. It's a hot day. My peppers are popping. We oh, got a good, good. guest. Uh, let's bring him on. Yeah, um, he's a hilarious comedian. Uh, does my show rap battles all the time is a friend of this podcast. We, we share a lot of basketball opinions and it's just me and him today. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to dig deep and, and see what, so what, what nuance is there, you know, like <laughs> yeah, this long, nuance. long meandering yeah, yeah, yeah. intro, give it up for <laughs> Yao Atua. theme song we really let that song yeah. ride no, out no, that time i love that theme song i was just like listen it's summer the peppers are popping like i feel like dancing that that's, that's a, appropriate pep and popping song yeah i was yeah. i was calling it a uh, hanlon's point before we started hanlon's recording point, yes that's, that's, that that joint's called Han- hanlon's point, point. <laughs> it's Honestly. called hanlon's point bracket baby Ooh, that's I like that. So that's what goes through your mind when you're naked at that. Running naked, throwing a frisbee, (laughs) wearing a really, really big sun hat, doing a slow motion cartwheel, (laughs) Um, letting it ride. We got a lot of basketball to talk to, even though it's, uh, you know, it's me, Matt, and Yao. There's hey. there's so much going on. Even though it's the dead of the summer, there's still shit going down. Oh my gosh, there's Um, so much going on. But uh, Matt, why don't you tell everyone at home something they don't know about Jean Tabac. Jean Tabac. I know. I, 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 uh, I messed up that pronunciation pretty bad. But, uh, um, well, okay. So those who don't remember, he was uh, selected in the expansion draft by the Raptors in 95. So he was actually their first starting center, correct? Yes. Unbelievable. Ooh, I knew did, that. Did you know he was the first international player to play in the NBA finals for two teams? I did not know that. Okay. Know that. Wow. wow. That's nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? Two teams. Yeah, and he said he has very fond memories of Toronto, and he would love to come back sometime. Wow. Yeah, he really but, uh, wait, he loved it here. He'd love to come back sometime. It's been like 30 years. <laughs> he can, <laughs> like, he can come no, back whenever he wants. He yeah, wants to like, be invited back on a Drake night. I see. Okay? I see. Okay. Um, well, let's, uh, let's start talking Raptors. Matt, why don't you give me that Raptors sting? Sure, no problem. All I can do is give that sting. <laughs> Matt is jacked up, everybody. 2.5 million, anybody? If you uh, want to buy the house, 2.5 million. He literally smashed his index finger oh, you down have no on idea. his computer. There was so much gusto behind wow. that. Uh, he gave dear. us all that sting. <laughs> Major laser over there. Good job, man. Proud, I'm proud of you, Diplo. I'll bring it back. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. How you doing, buddy? Uh, so far, life is good. Yeah, today's good. Summer, more heat, more heat. You like it? Peppers are popping, oh, y'all. Peppers are popping. That's gonna be my scene for like a good day. Um, okay, well, uh, we'll start with a little, a little bit of a soft subject. Um, Ooh, a toss up. Yeah, nice little. Layup. You know, something that I, I'm saying soft because it's like, I mean, just a rumor. Who really cares? We're but, in the layup line. That's um, fine. Luol Deng. Uh, oh yeah, he just got bought out finally by the Lakers. Yeah, you know what? Took a while. It took a while. It did um, take a while. I think I think there was a a lot going on there. He was injured. Feel- maybe isn't that good anymore. Maybe can still do some stuff. But they clearly wanted him out. You know, there's but, a lot of money on the books for them. Yeah, like he was a pretty big contract. They got rid of Mozgov last year. Yes, 
They traded him to. The, was that the deadline? No. Wait, was, this, was it this traded, off season? They no, traded, it was no, last year. It was no, la- last off season. Yeah, okay, right, right. He got traded. Did he get traded with Russell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got traded to, uh, to uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. And has since been traded again. Um, yeah, so do you, uh, do you think the Raptors should maybe pay him the minimum? Do you care? Is it a waste of time? I don't particularly care. And if he had like a bunch of like finals experience, like he has some, doesn't he? Trying to remember what teams he was on. Finals. Finals experience. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Give us a little backstory on on uh, Dang. I don't know sure. too much about him. Was he? Oh, he, he was, a, he was, was he like his heyday? Okay. Yeah, Chicago Bulls were his he's, heyday. He's like a Tom Thibodeau guy. Okay, he's, he's yes. one of the uh, you know first players where people start to be like, did Tom Thibodeau play this guy's bones into the ground? Mm-hmm. He played yeah. huge minutes huge. Uh, for many years. He was um, our defensive D and three guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, sounds decent. Uh, he's, he's off the bench, of course. No, no, well, he was a starter for a while. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. No, he was like a really. Like, yeah. was, was he an all star? Why, why, why yeah. don't you why don't you I'll give him a Google up. while we're talking? Yeah. I think he might have been a. I'm gonna say. I want to say well, he, here's a little trivia his... for me and you. I'm gonna say he was a one time all star. That's that's my guess. And it's like a reserve scenario. Hmm. I don't remember if he was. I'm going to say no. I'm going to the the year that the Bulls like won the East or the number one seed in the East. Yeah. They had 62 wins. Yeah. Um, lost think- in the conference finals. Two-time All-Star. Two-time All-Star. Two-time All-Star. Squeeze me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, he was, he was a really hey, good player in his day. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's got a lot of length. Yep. Um, he can guard threes. He can hit threes. Yep. Uh, I think he'd be... I think at this point he could still guard two, maybe three of the four small positions. Sure, sure. Um, like a stretch four. But yeah, like I guess the question for, for Dang is, is he really done? Like is it even? Is there any point having him be our 12th or 13th man? I wouldn't put him on the rafters. I don't think he's done personally. I think he's like, I feel like he has, he has something left in the tank for another team. So your injury reserve guy, you'd prefer to to just be like uh, Malachi Richardson or some, or wait, wait, is is he the guy we let go or is it Malcolm Miller? We let one of those two guys go. I think Richardson, we let go in the trade. Right. Okay. So we, so we let Richardson go, but we still have Malcolm Miller. So, you know, would you rather see him have a shot at doing something? I'd rather see somebody uh, like a big, I feel like our wings were pretty crowded. And I'm sure we're going to talk about this, like yeah. the summer league and the summers, like, like all the LA, all the reserves had going to LA. Oh, for sure. There's a lot <laughs> of fun summer, like looks going on. I don't, I don't mean like vacation style, uh, Katie Heindel, by the yeah. way, check that, check that ongoing article <laughs> out. If you can, it's amazing. Um, she follows players on their vacation, vacation watch, but, um, no, I just mean like basketball watch in the summer. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of good Raptor sightings. Yes. Uh, of of uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get there. You know, actually, we we can go there now because I think uh, yeah, I well, Dang doesn't warrant too much converse, no, conversation. No, it doesn't. Unless you have like a, a guy where you're like, no, not Dang because blank. I was gonna say not Dang because I'd rather I'd rather see a big reserve. I want to see I want to see how the bigs like kind of round out because we got rid of Pertle uh, yeah Pertle last year. I mean, this off season. Yeah. So it's basically, and, I guess. Yes. And we have Monroe, who apparently is working on his three. Yes. Oh, we'll get there too, baby. Oh, nice. Uh, so I feel like the wings are crowded. We have Miles. We have Powell. We have Danny Green. We have Kawhi. We have. OG. OG. We have. Malcolm Miller. Malcolm Miller. We have Siakam. Like, yeah. that's a very crowded wing. And I know. You also have DeLon Wright playing a lot of two. DeLon he Wright. He played some three last year. Yes. He was good at it, but he was, but yeah, no, and he was a defensive stopper, and he did well against like the elite backcourt of the Washington Wizards. So it becomes very, very crowded, and I feel like that's quite a bit of money. Like it could be, I to basically have another coach. Like, are you paying the vet vet minimum for another coach for someone who's? Like, well, we're saving some money on the coach for sure. Yeah, if that's what you mean. Yeah, because yes. Casey got a pretty big contract, and I don't even know if it's been disclosed what Nurse is being paid yet, but he's entry-level coach, so I'm sure it's not the level of, yeah. you know, a coach who has, like, awards or, like... Um, I mean, if if for some weird reason, because Luau Dang might have a connection with... And, yeah. like, might get in the organization, I'm not hey, going to be against it. That's kind of why I, I guess, like, if, you know... 
if, if a bunch of players were presented to me, like, who do you want for this last spot? Then I'd get to choose. But I, I feel like, yeah, Deng definitely has um, some stuff left, even if it's just being the guy who's on the bench or in the middle of, you know, a scrum, like during the playoffs, like talking going, to one player. You going, know what I mean? Don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 you know, t- or telling uh, OG not to jump on some certain fake or something like that. So I think if, if, you know, he's willing to come and play that role, then, th- then there's a lot of value. I don't, I don't, I don't really know where he's at because I feel like, I think that's a big question. Mark. I feel he's like he's knowing. probably pissed at the Lakers. Cause they haven't played um, him for like two years. Yeah, exactly. But you know, so maybe, you know, if like, a, I'd say a point against having him, it's like, what if Kawhi plays 40, po- uh, 40, um, 40 points a game? What if Kawhi scores 40 points a game? <laughs> um, no, uh, then he might get runner up in MVP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, I think what if he, uh, you know, misses a ton of games? Then that's a pretty big hole at the three. And all of a sudden, a guy like Deng coming off the bench might have a lot more value as someone who's just calm and knows what they're doing. And can take- I think it has value in that respect. But I feel like our team right now, given like the leadership off the bench and the experience, and there's a collective swagger now that I feel like there's leaders developing it inward. Like yeah. Dang is the type of person you would bring in if this team hadn't had playoff experience and they need a common presence. I feel like they have enough common presence now. Yeah. That it, I would rather see. Are you that- saying that Dang wouldn't have made the difference last year against Cleveland? No, I'm saying he, he would not have made the difference. No, um, not at all. <laughs> could he be in it like an energy guy that someone could come no. in? I don't no, think he's, he's an energy guy. He's not guy. that kind of guy. No. I think OG and Siakam are those energy guys right now. I would yeah. love to for him to you know really ramp up the crowd like I was hoping that Vince Carter would when they signed him this summer. Vince Carter, didn't. I think, is a very different scenario. Yeah, though. and Vince Carter also, <laughs> Dang would be very I similar to Damari Carroll. Like we could call him Clock Tower. We he and every time he scores, say ring that bell. Dang, 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 dang. You know. Oh wow! <laughs> Honestly, even with the I think, illusion, I think the market number means higher. Even with Matt's <laughs> illustration of of ringing a bell, that's one of the worst jokes I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> like, it was a dead eye stare. <laughs> oh wow! Amazing. Um, no, that's actually good. Let's move very far away from that joke. Um, as Matt takes a sip of his MGD, give it up for MGD. Uh, um, not a sponsor not of the sponsor. podcast. Not a sponsor of the all. podcast, but but uh, cheers. Really um, <laughs> at this point. Yeah. No, let's talk about these uh, these uh, summer flings. So uh, we got the we got the whole Raptors bench like lighting it up. Uh, Norm Powell looks good. Yes, Monroe's yeah. adding the three. Uh, JV's like dominating in Europe. Yep. Kawhi's working out with LeBron and Durant and Osman, and you know, yep. apparently he's healthy and looking pretty good. Yep. I haven't heard much about Danny Green. Um, I don't. Abaka seems like he's like you know kind of doing his thing on YouTube. Uh, I don't know what that means for... <laughs> I have no yeah, idea yeah. what that means either. But yeah, like, don't worry about Ibaka. He's fine. Um, <laughs> no. he'll, get, he'll get his? He'll get his, yeah. Uh, Whatever that means. He's He's got a pretty nice contract, so I feel like he's doing all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, what what, what do you think is going to translate more than anything else? Like, is is there anything you've seen where you're like, wow, that guy looks good? Or... It's that bench swagger, that pickup game that happened in LA. That was cool, right? Yeah. Because, like, I feel like... It gives us, and this is me like looking pretty far ahead and seeing some things kind of develop. Looking to Van Vliet, Van Vliet looks like a leader. Like, oh he man, lo- he I, could, looks, I couldn't agree more. He looks amazing. Not only that, but he looks like he doesn't give up about anybody yeah. else in the league. Like he'll just take anybody up straight up. He looks really, really composed. And I, I was thinking about Van Vliet, you know, in comparison to Delon Wright. Um, oh, that's my phone. Whoops, sorry. Um, I'll call you back, um, Caitlin, who is my fiance. I just got engaged, by the way. Whoa. What? Um, yeah, I'll drop that bomb. Uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, I think, like, he's such a good three-point shooter that it gives him gravity. He has a fast release. I, I know he's not really tall, but he's he can break down the defense. He also yeah. is really good at, at playing with people and not being – you know, the number one option. I, th- I feel like he can play in a bunch of lineups where, uh, you know, he closed a lot of games for a reason. So, yeah, uh, yeah he, he looked good in that in that uh, that bench battle. And our bench looks nasty. Like, I, for me, I feel like Siakam's year three 
is really exciting. Like, I feel like he can absolutely have like a bag of tricks. OG, I'm a little bit more like. Well, sophomore years are pretty tough for a lot of players. Yeah, and I feel like he'll be fine. I feel like no one's going to be worried about it, OG, and you know he'll be mostly good, and like his defense will probably get better. So yeah. I feel like he'll even you know he'll he'll be a specialized player, and I, I could just see him you know dribbling the ball off his foot a bunch this year, and kind of having some frustrating just moments, moments. of laps. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so Lamb looks like he looks like the type of guy that heard the conversation. Hey, you could probably start for this team. And I feel like he's like getting ready. Like, well, if you if you look at Lowry and Lowry's you know injury history, he usually misses time, and he didn't miss that much time last year, if any. Um, he played a lot last yeah, year. Yeah, like he, I, he had his minutes managed finally, so maybe that would just mean he'll be healthier. But if you know Lowry misses twenty po- uh, twenty, what I keep saying points. If he misses twenty games um, this year, or like let's say thirty games, Van Vliet is probably going to be the starter and mm-hmm. take like ten to twelve shots a game. Yeah, so that's pretty important that that uh, if he's looking conf- uh, if he's looking confident, it can translate. It, it looks confident and comfortable, especially up against Westbrook. And yeah, that's, like, pretty, that's, that's pretty hype. That's pretty um, hype. That's the most intense. Did you see JV in Europe though? Because I've seen him a bunch, and he's just like dunking on people, making all these nice passes. He just looks so strong. But you know, it's always that it's always that caveat of like, yeah, he's just against weaker people. And then as soon as he is in the NBA, it's like back to being like, oh yeah, he's really, really strong, but he's slow. And a lot of bigs are just so fast and like multi-skilled. I feel like there's a lot of bigs that are, but my issue with JV is I always feel like they don't, he's always a lot stronger than a lot of the centers in the league with the exact, with the exception of probably Dwight and, there's one other center I'm thinking of, but I not even like that Andre that are stronger. Maybe Cat. Uh, maybe Nurkic and Bead is definitely stronger. Embiid Embiid um, is a tougher matchup. I don't think anybody's physically as strong. Like he's a big boy. He might be like the the biggest strongest. Like as far as backing someone down, pure muscle. It's yeah. a, I'd say probably him or Boogie. Boogie, that was the other. Oh, one they're, 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 they can literally just like move people. Yeah. And I feel like that's like we're in a three three ball shooting like five seconds type league right now. But I feel like that's a valuable skill. Like when you want a calming presence and you need a guarantee two points. And I feel those guarantee two points like kind of take the wind out of like another yeah. team. I, I just slowly add into a lead when they feel for, like they can't stop you. But I feel like he has a nice enough touch. He shoots what, over 80 percent from the three uh, free throw line. Is a nice enough touch from three points. I think it's in the 70s, but it's still really good. It's high 70s. Yeah. yeah. Um, Career is probably high 70s. Last year was like 80s. No, he's he's really efficient. He doesn't go to the line that much, though. Um, no, I, I, he doesn't I, shoot that much. I think with JV, it's about, like, with this nurse offense, what I'm hoping for, you know, apparently nurse is a huge fan, um, yeah. is that he's going to get better touches in better places and be less predictable because he, you know, he makes, he's a really slow decision maker. And I think that, you know, DeRozan and Lowry have been like reticent to like passing the ball over the years. So that's a big impact, obviously. Um, But what I want to see from him is like the ball go into him and then go out. And then the next play go into him and you know, he like, he'll, I want to see more of a mixed bag from him. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's never, one of those players that's a step ahead of all of his opponents. No, no, no. Like he'll overpower them. His, you know, running hook shot basically has been, or his running like right-handed layup has been pretty good for a bunch of years. But he just needs a couple other things that he's that he goes to on a more reliable basis. He and needs a little bit, be a little bit more of an offensive conduit. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, like yeah. that ball goes into him. And, and you know, he he was at the high screen to roll a bunch. This year, so or, or last year, so I think that um, Nurse has probably got uh, he's probably got some tricks for him. He was shooting the three too, so we'll see if yep. that continues. I uh, think it will. I think it will for sure, and he looks pretty good doing it. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens when it's more part of the offense and and people start challenging him out there because yep. I don't think similar to Ibaka, he won't really be able to beat people off of a pump fake from the three-point line. Like he'll be no, no. he'll be way <laughs> too slow, and he'll just like look down at his feet slowly start to dribble. And, oh, I, yeah. I want to see that first step not be lightning quick, that pump mm-hmm. fake and that like long-footed dribble. So you said Van Vliet. Uh, I'm not going to say the Monroe three. 
I'm going to say something that's going to translate into this year is uh, Powell looking healthy and good. I feel like somehow, some way, he's going to find himself more regular minutes on this team. I don't know who that, like, I don't know who's going to lose minutes to him, but I feel like Norm's a really competitive guy and he hasn't given up on himself and he's got a four year contract. And also the Raptors are going to want to showcase him unless they, like, you know, if they end up trading him at the deadline or something. Yeah. So I think that he is going to get minutes. Like, it will be hard to trade a guy that you just don't play. You know what I mean? It would be. And I'm hearing good things about him. And I'm rooting for him because I feel like he's a really nice guy. Okay. How about this? So I'm checking uh, NBA power rankings uh, over the summer, which, uh, you know. They're hit uh, miss for me. Yeah, they're they're hit or miss. But um, they have the Raptors, uh, predictably second in the East uh, behind the Celtics. But we're not even going to go there because I always rant about the Celtics. Um, (laughs) I think think we've been back and forth about the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, I'm not the – True believer as ESPN. Oh yeah, is. don't don't even get me going. But um, I mean, don't even get me going. But also, like, do get me going. I'm kind of getting yeah. you. Are. No, lighten um, the fuse list a little bit. No, uh, it, it was saying that um, uh, DeRozan's assist percentage was yep. actually higher than uh, it's. You know, it's over the course of his career, it's been higher than Kawhi's. Okay. So is that like just my first thought is, can Kawhi come in and and be in less of a system or do we not have to worry about that because nurse is going to be a heavily systemized guy anyways? I mean, you know, it was nurse's offense last year and DeRozan still had the lion's share uh, of touches. And, and, and even though Lowry cut down, um, Lowry still had a ton of touches as well. Um, so I, I, I guess what I'm thinking, I guess what I'm trying to say is are people underrating um, DeRozan's Im- improved playmaking throughout the years? And, are they overrating Kawhi's ability to create opportunity for others? Not just score efficiently on his own. Because I think they're yeah. I mean the reverse of that. Like, are they underrating Kawhi's like playmaking ability and overrating? No, I'm saying rest? are they overrating Kawhi's playmaking? Like as he's coming yeah. in, like can Kawhi get, let's say, five, six assists a game? Um, I don't think Kawhi's a six assist a game type guy, because six yeah. assists is a lot. I feel like um, he's had he's averaged like four or five in his career. I, 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 but, but, you I know, think, six is another step. I I wouldn't be surprised if he averaged like five five and a half, and I would be happy with five five and a half coming from the three. Mandy, can you pull that up? Sure. Um, yeah. Just uh, just Kawhi, much? just Kawhi's average. It's just so we're you know yeah. for, just so we're for the sake of the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're not like furiously googling. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Let me see if you're right. Fact check. Yeah, in front of you. He can't get six. He already averaged six. Hey guys, like, why don't you cut him some slack, okay? We just want him to play some good defensive ball. Listen, I yeah. would be, I would be very happy if he averaged like five assists a game. And no, Matt, this entire summer is scrutinizing the potential that is Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Even if I just said cut him some slack, I, can't I would believe, love yeah. it. I can't believe I just said that. I would also like it if Lowry <laughs> went up a assist a game too. Because oh, wow. what did what did Lowry average us? Okay, what do you think he's averaged per per game? I think uh, throughout his career. Yeah, I'm going to say that he's averaged uh, three and a half. I was going to say if his career is three point five, two point three, two point three. Okay, yeah. well, what, what was he the last two years? The last two years, so uh, the one that he just played nine games, he uh, had two point three. Year before though, he had three point five. Ooh. Ooh, so we were really, really, yeah. uh, you're saying cut him some slack. Yeah, I know. We no. were cutting him <laughs> some yeah, slack. I guess so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see if he can pass and play, make and be a focal point of an offense or if his offensive ceiling is a, a little less high than, than, but like, depends. you know, I, 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 I like, like the, the context of the Spurs system. I yeah, think. I know. Cause obviously his offense was ridiculous in that system. It was amazing. Um, yeah. It was pretty efficient, but it was also the end point of that system. And yeah. He's also and only had two seasons over averaging over twenty points. So, wow, Matt, yeah. why don't you cut the guy some slack? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy, jeez, jeez, Louise. Oh yeah, he's doing the dang bell thing again. Calm down, jeez, hey, Louise. Hey man, that would take hey. off. I know it would. Yeah. No, I, 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 I okay. I'm gonna stay with. I'd be very happy if we got. I'm gonna lower this bar a little. Uh, four or five assists a game. Yeah. So a career it's, year it's, versus, yeah, a career year. You know, versus. that would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. <laughs> Can I say that it would be nice? Yeah, okay. um, he has a career year versus. He would be so <laughs> close to winning MVP. Yeah, I just like how like people have already written off who's getting MVP. 
Like, oh yeah, yeah. What do you mean written off? Well, there's a lot of talk about like this is LeBron's year, but I haven't heard much else. They're like the odds makers have had LeBron as first. I forget who was second. Probably like, Davis. Like I think it was LeBron I've, Davis Kawhi or something like that. There's Vegas odds makers. If Kawhi is third, that would be pretty huge. Yeah. I'd expect like Harden to be third or maybe Curry or maybe Durant. Even I don't know. No, those guys are really low because they play on the same team. So they right, so they'll can, hurts, cancel each other out. They cancel each other out. They hurt each other's chances. Okay, last it's kind of like Kyrie is a little bit high, but then not as high because Tatum's had such a good year last year. I got one more Raptors question for you. Give it to me. Okay. Air Canada Center, no more. Aww. I was going to say, what is the Air Canada Scotia Center? Scotia Bank Center. Now, I'm going to go. Is it okay if You're I give richer it, than you think. I'm yeah. going to give a 10-minute speech here and just why, sure, yeah, why yeah, that yeah. bothers me. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna, at all. It's one corporate entity to the I'm, other. Uh, do, you, do you care? Does that, no. Do you guys it doesn't have bother any me opinion on that whatsoever? No, just because uh, I asked you before as a season ticket holder, you didn't get any benefits from Air Canada. You mm-hmm. didn't get any discounted flights. Yeah. And you're not going to get a goddamn mortgage. Okay. Wow. Through this guy is really shooken up by the the housing situation in Toronto. The only thing that I personally care about is that's my main bank. So I know there's ATMs everywhere that I don't need to pay extra for. That's good, actually. It's for my personal convenience. If if I can actually like vent a little bit. Okay. Um, We're Scotiabank. That actually does suck. And here's why. There's a bunch of other arenas in Canada already called the Scotiabank Center. Yeah. I think no, it, no, no. I, so it, there's Scotiabank. Scotiabank Arena. There's Scotiabank Place. Oh, Scotiabank. Yeah, don't you? What are you shilling for Scotiabank, your bank? I, it's because I'm richer than I think. Okay, fair enough. But Meridian <laughs> has really good investments. Yep. And I think you should check that bank out. That's who I bank with. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you, you can be conscious. For, like, your, your conscience will be good, you know? Um, I play hockey at the Scotiabank Pond. Wow. Yeah. No, I think people do listen to this podcast for all the bank talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, well, I heard it was a uh, common complaint. It's like, yeah, yeah no, no, no. never talk about like but you know, re- really Canadian though, banks. Really though, why can't we have a funny name? Like so, uh, the Smoothie King Center? Come yeah, on, yeah. that's I jokes. It. I hate it. Like, why can't we have a silly ass the Mercedes Benz well, Superdome? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's MLSC, so why don't they just tie something in? Like, I know they can't do the gardens, but, you know, uh, Maple Leaf Arena. Maple Leaf Arena. MLSC, you know, that's Rogers. Maple Leaf Sports Arena. That's Bell. What about the Alexander Graham Bell Center? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know what? My brother's on the the show, The Beaverton. Why don't you call it The Beaverton Center? Yeah, that'll work. That'd be oh, cool. that'll work. Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm sure they've got enough money for that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'll CTV, baby. Whatever. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a uh, little uh little Kickstarter going for that. I never care about the names of stadiums. It, in this city, people care too much about it. I it's, do love that the Boston, like the Bruins play in the TD Center. Yeah. Like, Toronto bank name for yeah. their... No, I have a lot of pride for TD as well. <laughs> it's like, what is like um, not a yeah. TD pride? Show your TD pride. Yeah, show your TD pride. Yeah. Um, I was like, what? No, <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's just... Uh, this, you started this. I'm trying to say what... Terrible. I'm trying to think of what stadium still has like a name that's not corporately sponsored with the exception of Yankee Stadium. Okay. I'm putting an axe on this segment. <laughs> I don't Matt, care. Matt, you give me the garden. NBA sting. <laughs> oh, you just... <laughs> oh, come hold on. It, hold yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I man. That's the only time I've ever dropped yeah. it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that, was my, that was like my... Uh, my Jose Calderon free throw streak. I had it going for a long time. I'd hold the sting, you know, yeah. and, until he hits it. But that time, a bunch of I gotta uh, really be ready laughing. for it because you do kind of throw it to me. I out do, of nowhere. yeah. Like, and th- this time, it you, just shows your agility, man. But, you know, you you laughed. <laughs> you, you laughed. You threw your head back. You missed the cue. Yeah, you know, um, it's too much laughter yeah. today. I am. Um, Jesus. I'm not sorry about that. All right, Matt. Why don't you tell everyone something we don't know about Muggsy Bose? Nope, that wasn't one of the names. No worries. (laughs) Matt, why don't you tell everyone something they don't know about... Who did I give you? Keon Clark? Yep. Oh, Keon Clark. You and LV's own. Um, Did you know that Keon Clark is the Raptors franchise record holder for most blocks in a game? Actually, I didn't know that. I did know know that as well. I believe it's 10 blocks. 12. 12. 12 yeah. blocks. Marcus Canby, 11. 
Yes. Ooh. But also, um, UMass's own. Did Marcus you know Kennedy. that he was an alcoholic and claimed to never play the game sober? Yes. Jesus. Ooh. I know a lot about Keon Clark. So okay. You, like, you, I don't know what else you got there, but it's, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah, no, I just have that he drank like a Mickey of gin. <laughs> okay, you know what? Well, I didn't know this specific alcohol. You didn't I didn't know. So thank Fuck you very you, much. you, Freddie. He's like Bombay was his <laughs> gin of choice. I, like, How yeah, you I, I didn't know this. Like, thank you for giving me like the, the make of gin. Yeah, it's like, like Rob Ford, thank Iceberg you. Vodka. Everyone oh, yeah. knows that. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's, let's talk, let's talk some NBA. All right. The whole league? Yeah, let's talk about every single player in the entire league. Okay, let's um, start. This talking. is going to be like the uh, Waiting for Godot of podcasts. <laughs> um, so uh, Manu retired, and so did David West, but let's start with Manu. All um, right. I love Manu. I always. I like, thought he was great. Yeah, in my head, I'd always like, you know, I'm, I'm half Nicaraguan, and I was like, I always be like, oh, man, I'm kind of like uh, Manu. I have like a bunch of like tricks and shit. Like I was never close in any way. Like never comparable <laughs> at all of but, a future um, Hall of Famer, but no, he I, should be a Hall of Famer to be honest. Oh, you know what? I I don't even think we need to go there because um, you know, for, from everything I've been reading and listening, like I don't know anyone who's really going hard on him not being a Hall of Fame player. Well, we're gonna make sure that it's established here. On oh, this I podcast. Like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's establish he's it. A, so he's a Hall of Fame. Player. He's a Hall of Fame. Player. Um, do you have a favorite Manu moment? Something that encapsulates him? Other than that dunk against my the Miami Heat in the finals. No, no, that's a good one. That is, um, there are some, uh, I, I had a couple, so we had the, uh, um, Matt, I don't know if you know about this, but there, there's a, there's a moment, um, where a bat is flying around the Alamo dome in, uh, uh, where the Spurs play and, uh, like it, it got in there or they released it? No, it's just, yeah, it got in there somehow. Oh. Flying around. It's a big distraction. They stopped the game. That's not a sponsored name. the Alamo dome. It flies yeah. by Manu. Yeah. He smacks it. Oh it dies. God. Oh my god. He has to get uh like Rabies shots. A, yeah, like tetanus shots. Yeah, right. But he he killed it, picked it up, and brought it to the ref. <laughs> so check that out. Maybe we'll post that in the Oh uh, my god. Oh my god. We'll post the link to Post that po- photo as um <laughs> I also <laughs> love the uh the block on James Harden. James Harden idolized him. Um, you know, yeah. man who brought in like the the Eurostep, a bunch of like funky passing. He he really just had an original flair for the game. Obviously, he, you know. Like I would say, repopularized the uh, the role of a six man um, was amazing. I think he was. Uh, I like that he accepted being a six man. As it was pretty, cool, as like pretty, in his prime as well. It is like well, and like he w- did when he started. He was an all star. Yeah. So I think he started two years and was a two time all star. Yeah. So he really, you know, he's he's one of those guys where it really makes you think about what players are holding back, what they're asked to do. Um, what they can kind of pull off in any given situation. And then, you know, that's why people are so obsessed with touches and role and potential and all that sort of thing. I think he like kind of encapsulated what that Spurs system was where like team came first. Sacrifice. And sacrifice. And yeah, not well, everyone we, could do it, but like, yeah, not everyone likes it. Kawhi, welcome. Welcome You're to love Toronto. It here in Toronto. <laughs> welcome. This is your team now. Is DeMar going to be disappointed that he can't ever play with Manu? Probably. I like, mean, what, I'm it, sure that's one small thing that um, DeMar probably thought about when he got traded. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it was like 99% mad at Masai, but then there was probably a percentage of thinking about Spurs things. I think he was more excited to play with Pop, to be honest with you. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely. sure. I think and, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah. can you imagine? One of the greatest coaches of all time, you finally get coached by one of the greatest coaches. Yeah. Good sign. And kind you, of get in their head. And, yeah. and, and you're getting uh, like his like swan song, you know, because I think yeah. he said he's going to coach till uh, 2022. Uh, yes. Oh, really? So... Oh. So he's gonna get, uh, but pop, he also last and Pop years. also doesn't want to leave the team in shambles. So there's some pride going Ooh. out how he goes out. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So lots of pride going on for that Spurs team. Yeah, there's lots of pride. In We're gonna see Bertans light it up. So who's gonna step up if there's another bat now that man who's gone on that team? Yeah. I would say Patty Mills. Okay, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I just feel like, you know, there's probably lots of caves and bats in New Zealand, and he'd be like, I don't know, he'd be a bit familiar. Jeez, you know, rabies Maybe, shots are no joke. I know. That's, that's amazing that he did that. Maybe he just wouldn't step up. Maybe no one would because they would have learned from Manu. Or, or yeah. maybe Manu it will be will become like an assistant coach I and think he'll Manu, get yeah. it done. Maybe. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely be, still be in the NBA. But Manu might have just sent a message to the bat world. 
and just said, hey. <laughs> to the bat world. <laughs> to the bat I world. I like that. They just, they just don't go in there now. Yeah. I like the idea, of, I like the idea of, a, of a message to the bat world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really do. What about David West? Um, you, got any, you got any opinions about David West? He had a really good career. He had a, you know what? He had a very hey, solid Matt, do you, career. Do you want to bring up David West? Well, uh, we, you know, we can rattle off some of his accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and guess. I think David West was a four-time All-Star. Um, he had a lot of good years for New Orleans. Uh, he was a big part of those Chris Paul teams, him and say, Chandler. Um, yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played for Indiana when, yeah. they, when they were, were going, when they were like really battling uh, against LeBron yep. all those years. Two-time All-Star. I was Two-time, say that. Ooh. As oh, a you it was one was a once with the Pelicans and once with the Pacers. So it was two thousand and eight and two thousand nine. So let me just check his stats quick. And uh, yeah, Pelicans. No, both with Pelicans. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. Playing the accordion. I like um, that. Yes. <laughs> the accordion. <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite David West moment? Can you remember a David West moment? I can't remember a David West moment. And I that's, think that's okay. Good. And I, you know what? It I think. That's admirable because that guy was a very, very solid pro. Because yeah, you always remember him he was. being a contributor. He was tough. I'm, try- was I'm trying tough. to think if there was any like moments where and you're he got into it with members of the Heat or, you know, like a winning championships with Golden State. I think he also played for the Spurs. You know, he was in a lot of high intensity playoff games. Plus, you're surviving like Chris Paul, Byron Scott days where Byron Scott was like, you yell at the players yeah. and you treat them like And he's shit. also a big man that never really developed a three. So he, yeah. he had a long career. I think it was 14 years. Um, so let's, yeah, well, let's, let's pour one out for Manu and let's pour one out for David West. Mm-hmm. Cheers to their good careers. Yeah. Uh, we're obviously not pouring anything out because it'd be right on Matt's living room floor. Yeah, hey, and we got showings here. Yeah, they're trying to sell this place. <laughs> and the last thing they need is extra rattled Matt. Are they trying I mean? to sell this place? Am I just hearing this for the 15th time? <laughs> okay. Here's a fun one. Um, who has the best handles in the NBA? Kyrie. Kyrie. Just like flat out for sure, Kyrie. I can't think of anybody else that is in that category that was that's not Kyrie. Yeah, I would love. I would love to think. Let's stri- let's strip this down a little bit, though. Yeah. So handles. What 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 are handles exactly? Yeah. So should handles change based on your size, or is it just basically who has the most uh, ankle breaking type plays? So is that because like ball control? Is that what handles? It, yeah. I'm like gonna ha- say handles I'm gonna moves. Say, yeah. You know what? Even if. <laughs> If you extend Dri- dribbling, I'd say is handles. Mostly. It's handle. Yeah. It's dribbling and yeah. ball control, and it's through Kyrie the, through the legs. What, through the legs. What about someone hard. like Chris Paul, who's not necessarily showy, but no. he's just he's so good at economizing what he does with the ball. I think because like, I was thinking Kyrie about, like, for sure has the most. I would say it's be, for me it's between him and Curry. Uh, maybe I, I throw Lillard in there. Um, Lillard would be who the has the most one. like wild dribbling ankle breaker Jamal Crawford style moves, you know. And there's also guys to think about like Lou Williams, uh, even though it's you know, like he's almost like yeah. annoying to think about because because I was so mad at him as a raptor, but he he really has had some he really came in amazing zone, he? years uh, in uh, L.A. Uh, you know, and then Houston and then um, the Clippers last year, but. Uh, or you know, think of even a guy like with. LeBron, so he's like six eight. <laughs> oh wow! No, Matt's trolling me. Nice. You know what? Yeah. He, he can tell them. He, he, he can tell. He can tell. Um, <laughs> he, no, he can so tells. He can tell I'm getting worked up yeah. slowly. So he he, like, I can I, feel when it's rising yeah. toward the. Bronze. You are feeling. Oh, yeah. If, if I ever, <laughs> you knew that love <laughs> was coming yeah. in. Yeah. If I ever get too worked up, he's got to. Oh, he's gonna pass your bar. <laughs> he is, guys. He so is. The best um, handle in the NBA is. Like when you think of handles, no, I think Kyrie's a fair answer. I'm, I, I'm, oh, just, no, no, I'm no. just trying to explore the, you know, because like, what, what about really big Rings. guys who can do? What about a guy like uh, Ben Simmons? You know what I mean? A guy like Ben Six, Simmons, nine, and can really run the whole floor. So the, not turn the ball over. So you're also thinking about who you trust with the ball in their hands. Who's not dribbling? Yeah, out I guess who's controlling it, the game? Who do you trust coming up the right. court with full court pressure? Yeah. Does, does footwork you know, factor in? Footwork? Footwork does. Footwork but you know, I think thing. though, when I say handles, I think it, people aren't thinking about guys who have low turnover rates. Mm-hmm. People aren't like, oh, Mike Conley. Even though Mike Conley is an odd choice for a really 
uh, a, a, a really good ball. candidate. He's like ambidextrous. He can do quite a bit with the with the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, f- uh, w- w- what about a guy like Fred Van Vliet? Basically, never turns the ball over. I would love um, to see what De'Aaron Fox. Thomas, you know, like Isaiah, I would love to see what De'Aaron Fox does in like a year or two mm. outside of Sacramento. Yeah, because no one develops in Sacramento. He's ridiculously fast. That guy. He is. He's ridiculously okay. fast and he has no range. So of course he can dribble. Are, are, are we going to settle on Kyrie? For for me, it's Kyrie Curry. I guess if we're going by the traditional standards of kind of like it is Kyrie Curry, a, like a guy but it's, it's, who it's can a, basically like that Curry highlight where he puts it between someone's legs and just like destroys Chris Paul and the, and does a fadeaway yeah. three is insane. It is insane. Um, and Chris that's Paul one of the best is an dribbling all, is an all time defender. Mm. It's one of the. It's like those are the two guys. Like if the ball's on the wing and those there, guys are one and on, it's done. Is the there any and one guys or like skip to my lose or like or oh, uh, God Sham God mm. guys in the NBA right now? Ooh. Is there anyone who does like insane shit just because? I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Like, I can't think of any. You know, Jamal Crawford obviously comes to mind, but his is always based on you know that kind of fadeaway three. I feel like JR, I think J.R. Smith has done feel, some pretty cool shit. Yeah. Oh, Russ. Yeah, well, well, I mean, like, I don't think I think Russ is a bull with the ball. I think yeah. the difference between him is like he'll just run you. Over. That's actually a good different like that. That's a good way to differentiate because like LeBron's like that, too. Like guys who yeah. can shield the ball because like how about uh, James Harden? You know, he's fantastic at dribbling, but his whole thing is like it's based on the way it's set up and it's head fakes and it's pump fakes. And it's but you like know, I think James Harden like DeRozan never turns the ball over. But De- James Harden's handle is based on the fact that you're afraid of his jumper. And I think. And I it would be the same thing with Curry, Steph Curry. And, Curry and but Curry Kyrie can also too. but Curry can also get to the basket. <clears throat> Let's change, you know what for argument's sake, I'm going to change my answer to Steph Curry. Ooh, I'm going <clears throat> to agree with you. I think he does have like, the, and I'm only saying this because at the end of the day, like okay, how about this? You're if he's just more going through afraid, a million pylons. You're you're more afraid of Curry having the ball than you are with Kyrie. And I think right. that's going to be the bigger difference. Like you might get broken down, but one of them is going to make you hurt more. And it's going to be Curry. How so about this? Um, what's the best potential? Someone's yelling at me right now. I can feel that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just Someone's going crazy. No, How we're, dare you? We're forgetting someone it's like Kyrie. The answer is Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're forgetting someone like Kemba or John Wall or, or someone who's really good at dribbling and that, that someone's probably freaking out at. But you know what? If you're freaking out. We're not out, forgetting them. We're if, just omitting them. If you're freaking out, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> go to iTunes. Rate us. Subscribe. At Yow Experience. Yeah. Just leave a review. Follow me on Thank Twitter you. and then um, I will give you more of these. What's the, the best? Uh, what's the best playoff matchup you can think of that's even semi likely? So whether this it's year? Golden State Lakers or maybe OKC Golden State or Raptors uh, Celtics, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you want to see Celtics uh, uh, Sixers again. I mean, actually, I don't know why I said that one. I'm not particularly that excited. I'm not really excited for that. I'd rather see. Fi- I think it's likely. I, I think ra- that that's a two three matchup. Oh yeah, me too. Because yeah. we're we're number one clearly. Yeah. Um, no, not I wouldn't say clearly, but I would favor us. But uh I like us. What about what about Sixers Bucks? Wouldn't it be fun to see uh Simmons and Giannis go head to head? I like I would like to see Pacers Celtics. Because I feel like that team would just like the Pacers would just beat them up. It'd be very Pacers Celtics would be like defense heavy. Yeah. And and they both have a lot of like athleticism. I think I'm I think people like two teams that um I might just be straight up wrong about mm-hmm. but I feel like people are a bit too high on um are the Pacers and the Pelicans. Um I think Oladipo I I've said this on the podcast before but I think mm-hmm. he had his coming out party last year. I'm not saying he's going to regress. But I feel like he put the league on notice, and then the like you know for me it ge- he now can get scouted properly. exactly yeah for for me it generally goes like this a player puts the league on notice whether it's Mitchell or Oladipo, and then the league notices, and then yeah. they're like okay cool we know what we're up against I think Utah's a little high on yeah yeah Utah like I think Gobert is you know borderline superstar and really special and I think Mitchell's awesome but I also don't feel like Utah has a a ton of depth. I think Snyder is like the the I would say he's the um like the non media market. The Brad, same Brad Mitchell Stevens. the West. 
No, no, he's he's the Brad Stevens of the West. He's the Brad Stevens um, of the West. But you know, you're giving Brad Stevens a little too much credit. No, I, I, I and you I, often don't, which listen, disappoints me. I slag Stevens all the time. He's yeah. I mean, he's amazing. And you just gave him some credit. He's awesome, and and Snyder's amazing too. But no, but Snyder, you know, he's in Utah. Nobody cares, um, except me. If you're from Utah and you're listening, I care. Kind of. I care about. I mean, them. I do care I more just, about the. Raptors, I think people but. are a little bit high on them, and I think people are low on people like. I think people are low on the Spurs and the Lakers. Mm. I think people are high on. On. I agree about the Lakers. I think people are a little bit low on the Lakers just because I really like the LeBron Ingram combo. I think those two are going to be nasty on the wing together. I think so too. Um, it's going to be really good on D. And if you don't think LeBron is worth an extra twenty wins, like you're insane. Yeah. And and, and, and you're playing if you're playing against like, listen, this guy just. So who's your wait, who's your matchup? My matchups. Yeah. Um, what's what what's something that you could you know is it a Houston Golden State rematch? What do you want to see? Sorry, I keep I keep giving I, you keep giving me examples, yeah. and I'm like, let me let me think of something think, on my think, young. Think, yeah. uh, to be honest, uh, I would love to see a Pel- I would love to see a Pelicans Warriors. I think really I would. I think it'd be very. Didn't we see that last year and they got smoked? They did. <laughs> yeah, they. I think they lost in five games. They lost. In Why four. would you want to see that again? <laughs> they lost yeah, in four, I, didn't they? Yeah, they maybe yeah, they maybe got four. swept. They got swept. Yeah, this is the first thing that we're gonna have a fight on. <laughs> Why do you want to see that again? I don't understand. I, I, I would love to see <laughs> Davis this can't match. do it, man. Well, Davis can't do it. And then it now, the, wait, I guess with the, Julius Randle, I guess they'll have <laughs> they'll have Boogie now. Is they that, is that why you want to see it? I kind of want to see the beef with Boogie. Oh, I know why you want to see it because literally New Orleans will be so upset about how they lose that they'll actually like move the franchise. That's what you want to see. You <laughs> want to see them out of New see Orleans? The, you want to see the people of New Orleans lose their team after I, you know what? losing to Boogie? If 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 ever, if Anthony Davis is taking the step that I think he's going to take. Well, everyone else thinks he's going to take. I think he's moving up a notch, but everyone feels like he's like the th- next MVP. I think that's fine. I think I think he could win an MVP and easily not win a first round in the playoffs. I just don't think that. I think Holiday's good. Miritich is good. Randall's like all right. Has showed some stuff, but um, other than that, it's like Solomon Hill. There's not a lot going on in the Pelicans. No, like I, I don't I, know why I, people think the Pelicans are even going to make the playoffs. Besides, like Davis having a remarkable year, but I know, think he's just too good for them not to make the playoffs. But he he's pretty. He's like but fairly. It's I feel like injury gonna, prone. He could play 65 games, and that could be the difference. Like, and the 65 <laughs> games he could play would be like ridiculous numbers, amazing, like MVP yeah. talk, whatever. And all, they could just be you know 47. It'll be a one eight matchup. I think it'll be a more interesting one eight matchup than we've okay. seen in a while. I'm I gonna say. To- uh, I'm going to settle on, I really want to see. Uh, okay. It's not my favorite matchup. I just feel like it would be interesting. I want to see OKC Golden State because. That's going to happen. I don't even really think that OKC could win. I just want to say because I love this idea of Paul George. So, you, you know, you, you have this contrast of like players choosing where they go. You have Paul George signing a massive contract and kind of settling into a number two or one B role, um, getting less t- touches than Russ. And then you have Boogie taking a flyer on himself. Like, all right, well, if I'm, if I'm not going to get a big money offer from somebody, uh, I'm just going like, to go to this team where I have like not a lot of responsibility. I can uh, rehab and probably win a championship. And then also you're going to have the Durant-Russ rematch, which is going to be amazing. You're going to have Steven Adams, which I assume has remembered being kicked in the balls by Draymond. Um, Do you ever forget that? Especially when they will replay it. It's insane. It's ESPN is going to be like, this is part of the sizzle reel. It's insane. Reel. It's way ball kick. It's it's way more egregious than when he hit LeBron in the balls, because LeBron stepped over him and he smacked him. Whatever LeBron, you know, whatever like LeBron <laughs> freaking ring the bell. Ding. Yeah, yeah, ring the bell. Did it, oh my did god! Did it win him the championship? <laughs> Matt, shame on you. You've been waiting for like twenty minutes for that. Um, no, but I yeah, patience. Yeah, you have patience and you worked on it. Yeah, that was you deserved it. You've earned it. I feel sick. I, I do, <laughs> you know, I do like that matchup only because I like, I like how angry Westbrook would be, but he hasn't proven to be super, like, angry Westbrook should translate to like a forty point triple double, and it hasn't because last year's playoffs he was like, oh, we'll show them, and then Utah just bounced them. Right? Yeah, angry Westbrook's generally like less efficient, um, yeah. but I do think that with George 
deciding to be there for a whole year, you know, getting rid of a guy like Mello, who ultimately I think, you know, is I feel he's, like he's been derided too much. But in that situation last year, I do think he was I a would distraction. Love, I, with OKC, people were really high on him because they're like addition from subtraction, which cool. Okay. I don't I don't think Carmel Anthony is any good as a starter. Um even though he will start for Houston because they basically don't have anybody else. But I like I, that team goes with Robertson and mm-hmm. Robertson. Is it Robertson? Robertson. Robertson. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like to see him come back and I want to see how he looks <laughs> because I feel like that team, like that's the difference between that team. That's the difference between them being like the sixth seed and the second seed. And I think it's that big of a difference. I feel like you're probably right. I mean, like yeah. after Houston, I would say that uh, it's pretty close to being. Uh, some people think uh, that o- OKC is that third seed, but I, I do think that o- OKC, or I mean, like you know, OKC, Portland, Minnesota, Lakers, Utah. There's a lot of teams in that. I feel mix. like Minnesota might blow up. Denver, um, like really internally, like, like I, I I can't tell. I can't tell if this town's I noise Jimmy, is for real or if it's all kind of fine. But I do think I, I, do I think, think Jim, Butler I, basically came in and took Wiggins's shine, and I do think that sucks for Wiggins. I I think it sucks for Wiggins, but I also think Butler's like. Straighten up and very hard on these guys. Butler does seem like the angriest guy going. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But like, apparently people like, it doesn't seem like it's that fun to play with him. Like there's not a lot of joy. Jimmy Butler. uh, If you're listening to this podcast, like I think most NBA all-stars do. Yeah. uh, You are welcome in Toronto and I will welcome you personally with open arms. Honestly, come on down, Jimmy. I would, I would love it. (laughs) I would love your work ethic and I appreciate you. I'll buy your Jersey day one. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, personal plea. Yeah, it's is a request. It is Matt, a personal. <laughs> it's been a good time talking it? about the Someone, NBA. Someone's pissed out at me. Oh, he's trying, trying, to me, trying to give me as much notice. Look, no, I'm not trying to give anyone notice, <laughs> but knows. we are moving on to the next segment. Matt, can you give me the sting? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was that? That's the sloppiest sting today. The sloppiest. I, just, I you know what? The sale of this house. Someone's being too nice to Matt. Because <laughs> someone someone is encouraging you to. I much. love you. These stings uh. are so sloppy. I'm so sorry. It's a sloppy day. Well, you know what? Stings. I'm having a sloppy day too because Matt, why don't you tell everyone something we don't know about Player X? <laughs> Norman Powell. <laughs> oh, Norman Powell. Could, oh, oh, that's terrible. That yeah, he's yeah. the guy I forgot. Oh. I wish his I wish his nickname was uh, Player X, but yeah, um, <laughs> it might be. Okay, after this year, you know, what? we're just going to call him Player well, X. Here's something that I think you do know. We've talked about it a few times on the podcast. Do you you know he's bow legged, right? Yes. You know he's bow legged. Did you know that, Yao? No. no, no. Did you know? So it's also called pigeon toad. Did you yeah. know that it's actually a good thing? Check this out. Oh, many coaches in sports like football, basketball, soccer, and track actually look for pigeon toad athletes to join their teams. This is because there seems to be a disproportionate number of fast athletes who are pigeon toed. Because when you run, you mm. land on the outside of your foot and roll toward the inside, and people who are pigeon toed, there's uh, they tend to have less of that role. Interesting. What the hell is pigeon toed, anyways? Pigeon toed is when your feet are pointing in. Inwards. So like he's bow legged. So it's kind of like his legs are are kind of rounding out and yeah. pointing in a little Can bit. Can they get a nicer name for this or what? <laughs> pigeon toed or bow legged? Yeah, pick one. They but do it, need a nicer name. I you thought know it was that's a bad a mar- thing, but that's a marketing problem. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a good thing for athletes yeah. to be for running. It's really good like. For can we call it aerodynamic or something like? <laughs> Jeez Louise, Matt. His legs are in no, the ready position. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that was yeah, like legs are clocked and loaded. Okay. We've made it. We've arrived yeah. to oh, our oh quickish questions <laughs> segment. Quickish. Perfect. I say quickish because yep. yeah. you got to answer as quick as you can. Word. Um, word say word. And uh, Matt, I don't know if you have a special sound effect <laughs> ready to go, but uh, if you take too long, <laughs> you might hear uh, some special tip. You make know you, what? I've heard these things. I'm not worried make about you when pick this, up time. The pace. this oh. is coming on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he even has it, but I'm, I'm, I'm. It's playing. Okay, here we go. Yeah, word. It's coming from Alex Wood. What's up, Alex? 
How many minutes per game will JV play this year? 22. Same as last year. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. And you can play the sound effect on yourself if you feel like it's okay. appropriate. Yeah. Uh, it's coming from Jonathan Yam. How many fourth quarter minutes per game will JV play this year? How many fourth quarter minutes? Did I stutter? <laughs> A little bit. I did. Um, yeah, I always do. I'm going to say he's going to play at least uh, three minutes more than he did with Casey. Wow. Yeah. He's going to be clutch. Holy, Interesting. Holy guacamole. Mm-hmm. I say that. Um, on team. Okay, yeah. Word. This one's coming from Tom Mosher. What's up, Tommy? Which Raptors are poised for the biggest improvements this year? Who will plateau or regress? So I'm going to give you three players, and you're going to order them as far as, you know. Who's the most improved? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Norman Powell. Okay. OG Ananobi. Okay. Serge Ibaka. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that OG is going to improve the most. I, I, I just like the fact that Kawhi is there and that's why he's going to improve the most. If that wasn't the case, I feel like it'd be a sophomore slump. Um, I don't think, I don't think Powell's going to plateau. I think he's going to improve from last year. I think Serge is taking a step back. Yeah. Ooh, I agree. Okay. Um, got one coming for you. Okay. Maddie. Yeah. This one's from Jonathan Yam again. <laughs> a common rite of initiation at least in soccer, maybe in basketball too, is to make each of the new guys stand up during a team meal and sing a song from memory. What song should each of the new guys sing? So we'll start with Leonard. What song should he sing? Um, Kawhi Leonard, I think that he should... I, I want it to be the complete opposite of what we'd expect. Maybe something from Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Beautiful. Yao, what song <laughs> should Green sing? Danny Green. That's right. Uh, he should sing Bob Cajun by Tragically <laughs> Hip. Matt. Two hot songs. I love it. Matt, what song should Monroe sing? He's the moose. Monroe's moose, yeah. I think he should hum like the theme to River Riverdale. Beautiful. Yao, <laughs> what song? Well, uh, he, Richardson was on the team last year. So what song should um, Boucher sing? Boucher. He's, he's French. Say Francais. Oui. Yeah, he could bust out some arcade fire. He could. <laughs> uh, I feel like he should. Songs sing. on Lumiere, anyone? Sorry. Oh, be our guest. <laughs> be, be our guest. guest. <laughs> be our guest. Okay, that's the winner so far. Um, and uh, last but not least, Matt, who should, uh, what should Kay Felder sing? Kay Felder should probably sing Boy George, uh, The Culture Club. Uh, lonely time. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like how you cut him off. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> don't, don't sing anymore of that, please. Okay, here's a question. It's getting very meta now. From Ooh. Matt on the internet, even though he's right here. All right. Um, <laughs> this is for you, Yao. All right. Otherwise, it would be Matt asking himself, which, uh, yeah, okay. Um, does the fact that there's a Kia dealership around the corner from where we record this podcast mean that Kawhi would be willing to do a quick 10 to 15 on the pod, our pod, okay. before checking out some affordable cars? Do you think Kawhi would potentially step in on the pod? I feel like this is a proper environment for Kawhi to step into. One, that we are super fans and we are admirable to his work. We are not like the type of loud in your face. You, you hear that, Kawhi? It's a safe sit space. down with us to have a, like, a nice conversation with okay. people that are actually heads about it instead of like internet guys. All right. And yeah, also for Matt, <laughs> is he paying extra to get leather seats and a sunroof or taking it bare bones with a tape deck? <laughs> I feel like he gets the leather seats, but he doesn't get the sunroof because he has this. Con- no, no, he's been here. He's been here in the summer. No, he yeah. does. He balls out. Yeah. Because okay. we're like, this is his team. It is a Kia. Yeah. We've talked him up <laughs> saying that this can be his MVP year. And he's like, yeah, this could be my MVP year. I, I I'll just- take <laughs> with leather seats. 
and a sunroom. Nice. Okay. I like I like the idea of luring him in with a Kia dealership to get here. I, I like I like the fact here. that we're just not pressuring him. House is old as old as fuck. He okay. could he could get this house. <laughs> he could. He could buy this so house. We're getting solid investment. Guys, shut up. God. Okay, here we go. Quickish rounds. Don't worry about it. Yeah, quickish rounds. <laughs> fuck. This is the um, ish part, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna get political. Yeah. Also for Matt still. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm speaking for Matt here. Yeah. I just bought a pair of Nike Air Jordan CP3X basketball shoes. Good job. And there was no hesitation, yeah. as we've as we've always publicly supported Colin Kaepernick's right to protest. We do. We love it. Yes. Is the angry just burn it crap gonna help Nike with sales or put them into a panic? <laughs> panic. Like is yeah, like I don't see Nike, Nike panicking, right? Listen, like, listen. They know what they're doing, right? Nike is a billion dollar company who analyzes and controls the market who pays billions of dollars per year billions with a b yeah for endorsements they were paying colin kaepernick this entire time do you think they're gonna go into this campaign all soft-footed and yeah. be like they knew it was mm, we happen. might we might yeah. lose money this year there's they have people they need to address on the shareholder side they're yeah. going to make bank on this this Good. is going to be a very successful they do and I it's love going it. to be a very successful campaign the oh. people who are burning their shoes i've seen them they're yeah. air monarchs those are 60 bucks a pair <laughs> all right <laughs> no one cares i will be buying my kaepernick jersey in his training gear he has been in shape yeah nice they release a shirt called equality this is their mo they've yeah. never shied away from it they've and they were the talk of the town on the internet. Like, listen, they are not just fine. They are going to excel this year. They're just going to be year to year. Watch. They're going to be like up like 40% or something. I love it. And I agree. Nobody worry about Nike. Okay. Last question (laughs) from Matt. I think it's a joke if you did. (laughs) From me? It's the last question from Matt and we'll get out of this meta. Oh, Matt McCready. No, from you still. Oh. Yeah. You asked a lot of questions. He really did. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Also, my fiance. Probably the best one. Oh, yeah. It's from Matt. Also recently engaged. Also, my fiance says I have to toss out an old pair to bring in a new pair of shoes. What gets cut? My leather Crocs? (laughs) Or my clown shoe looking pair of gray converse i bought off a commercial set <laughs> one of them i love one of them i hate now you gotta answer as quick as you can <laughs> the crocs how dare oh you buy a pair God, of crocs I knew you'd say that how dare one of my I, one of my friends in la uh shout out to M. uh one of my friends in la we became friends because i made fun of the <laughs> fact that she owned crocs and i told her to get rid of them but they make nice pairs that aren't the ones with the holes in them burn the Matt. crocs god it's from jim Melting is Demar expecting to have a breakout season or just some minor improvement? Just some minor improvements, I think. Yeah. That was the right out. answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Matt McCready. Who would survive an octagon feral naked battle to the death between Masai, Colangelo, Glenn Grunwald, and Rob Babcock? So I, I I inquired. Feral means like naked and like a little bit hungry. Yeah. So these guys are battling it out. Former GMs or mm-hmm. current GM as well. Who's well, who, he's the president? A bunch of yeah. Bobby Webster's the GM. Oh right, right. Who, who's coming out the winner out of that that battle royale? Uh, the most successful, the most cerebral, and the one that I feel like is the most athletic fit. It's Masai. Masai's, you know, head and shoulders. I, would, I feel Grenwall gets eaten. Like. They just eat him. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Glenn because he's the one GM that I have met. Okay. Okay. I'm actually going to go Colangelo because <laughs> I think he'd like literally hide or like camouflage into a part and be like, where? Uh, I guess like PETA did in the Hunger Games. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I, I guess. Where did that pull come from? <laughs> I guess there's only like three of us and then like Colangelo would be like, no, there's still me. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? He's such a snake. Oh, he yeah. Is. He'd snake his way yeah. to the top for sure. Um, okay. Here we go. Last question. He's not question. running the 76ers. Matt, from Tom. Okay. Will this finally be the year Raptors fans stop bitching that nobody talks about our team? Um, yes, I think we're going to get a lot more coverage this year. We got those, uh, what, 15 games I in usually the don't States. do this, but Matt, that was an easy answer and you got it wrong. <laughs> the answer is no. no. Raptors the answer fans is no. We'll I'm never optimistic. stop complaining. I'm, up, it's part I'm of optimistic. Our DNA. I'm an optimistic fan. Okay. No. 
We're not going to be talked about enough because the Leafs still play hockey and they're in the playoffs, and that's what. Oh yeah, no, it's going to dominate the talk, and we're going to have the best team. Le- in the the Leafs have the best be like, team the they've ever had. This podcast is going to continue. Prove them. We're going to continue <laughs> fighting and being angry that we're not on Christmas Day. Good luck getting a Raptors game on TV in the bars this winter. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks for doing the podcast, buddy. You're welcome. Um, I, how dare you bring up Christmas? This is late, <laughs> this is late in the podcast. Listen, to get me all riled up. Listen. How does New York have a game? I understand why. Focus on the positive. You got anything coming up? You got any shows you want to plug? I do. I do have some shows probably coming up. When's When this go live? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. a.m. So tonight, uh, if you're listening, tonight I am on a show called... There's no way anyone could listen tonight. tonight. Last night you were at a show. Tonight as in like, yeah, it will be the fifth if you're listening. Yes, if you're on the fifth and you're listening on time, I'm doing a show (laughs) called Don't Break the Chain at Comedy Bar where I wrote a five-minute set in a week. An hour a day, every day. Wow, that's and, a, that's that's hard. And that's cool. It, it is yeah. amazing how much material you can do when you. That's the Put parameters the of that. Yeah. I'm in the Brantford Comedy Festival, competing nice. for ten thousand oh, dollars Thursday, man. and I'm in Toronto <laughs> Comedy Brawl on September nineteenth. Huge! Come see me where I can win a thousand dollars. Um, Whoa! You will win a thousand dollars. God damn it! I just want to win the contest so I can say, "Hey, I won Toronto Comedy Brawl." That's the thousand dollars. I believe in you. It's also a pair of shoes, most likely Nikes. One uh, pair of shoes. Oh my god, guys! Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, You know, iTunes rating. Yeah, Stitcher it up. Just give it a rating. It's real quick. Um, It helps us compete with the low post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're sneaking up. We're sneaking up. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. This has been Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball podcast. podcast. Matt, don't ever do that again. <laughs> Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.